Hi, and welcome back to Keeping Your Business on Track. We're here to give you the education and inspiration you need to grow and elevate your mortgage and real estate businesses. I'm your host, Joe Harris, and I'm here with... Nikki Jenny. And what are we talking about today, Nikki? We are talking about three objections right now of waiting to purchase a home. Why would you wait to purchase a home? That Well, we're going to talk about three of those okay, objections good. right now. I think that's important. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of that going around. Obviously, the, the housing industry has changed um, just in the last two years. So 2022, here we are. We've got three major objections. So we're going to talk okay. about the first one is the market is going to crash. Market is going to crash. They're waiting to buy. They're waiting. I'm waiting to purchase because the market is going to crash. So they think by the crashing market, they're going to get a better deal or something like that. They're looking for some sort of crash to happen. So what what are your thoughts about the market is going to crash and I'm going to wait to buy? Well, you know, it's funny because if I was right in front of someone and I would ask them, why would you say, why would you say that? What information are you looking at that the market's going to crash? I look at the data and they compare it. They love to compare where we are now to 2008. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you were in, you probably weren't in the real estate business in 2008. No, okay. but I remember t- 2008 right. as far as what happened and And so I lived through that. It was it was very traumatic. But remember the crash in 2008 was caused by real estate. Mm-hmm. It was caused by I'll call it fake money, like fake loans, you know, investors buying from other investors, running up prices, you know, um, people having second homes, several second homes, investment properties. It was not set up for success. Okay. okay? And just look, there's a couple of things I look at. I mean, if if I want to prove this point, there's a couple of things I look at. You know, pricing is determined by supply and demand. You probably remember this from business or economics class where that equilibrium meets. That's the price. Mm -hmm. And let's look at supply, first of all. Look at the number of listings on the market today versus listings on the market in 2007, 8, and 9. There's a drastic difference. I mean, it's about three to five times more listings on the market back then than today. So supply is lower. You know, you also look at um, the supply of houses for sale. We have an older generation that has now decided, look, I'm, I don't need assisted care. There's a great at-home care. Mm-hmm. I can age in my home, so I don't need to sell my home. That's one huge generation that's just not selling their houses as, at the same rate they used to. Okay. And then let's look at the demand side. Okay, In 2020, we saw the millennials come out to buy houses in droves. The millennials are the largest segmentation of our population, the largest segmentation of our population by generation. Mm-hmm. And you know, they were slow to the game to buy houses, right? So if you think about the time frame, think about 2008. Millennials, you know, now they're entering their peak earning years of 35 to 55 because generally speaking, typically those are the highest earning years of individuals, 35 to 55. Mm-hmm. So now you have this population that's moving into that realm, you know, 30s. Some millennials are 40 years old. Mm-hmm. So you have you have that huge, huge segmentation of the population that's moving into the home buying, peak home buying years. But remember, when they were two, in 2008, they were a very impressionable age mm-hmm. where, you know, their parents or their friends' parents or their relatives, um, they are going through financial hardship due to housing. They were going through foreclosures, short sales, potentially bankruptcies, all due to housing. So they had this negative connotation with housing. Okay. So they were late to the game to buy, right? They said they finally said, look, I need, need to buy. Pandemic hit 2020. And they said, look, I need to buy a house. And they ran out in droves to buy houses. Um, and that's led us all the way to where we are today. Mm-hmm. So you have a, a, a lower supply. There's a lot less houses on the market, a lot less to choose from than in 2008. Okay. So there's not as much competition for the demand. Well, we also have a higher demand. 
right? Mm -hmm. If you look at purely demographics. So no, I don't think the market's going to crash. I don't think we're going to see a huge adjustment to pricing. I don't think that's the case. I think by waiting, and then this might get a little ahead of myself, mm -hmm. but I think by waiting, um, they're actually going to end up paying more for the house. Kind of like what was happening in 2020 that people were going over and asking because of the supply and demand situation that you talked about? Right. So in 2020, you, we had a very, I mean, the 2021, the supply, the, the listings went down to like a, a two-week supply. Wow. If you look at consumption of how many people are buying versus homes on the market, it was a two to three-week supply at some areas, some some areas at some times, especially here in Florida. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a very high demand. People were moving here from all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. It was the work from home and- right. Like if I can live anywhere, why would I live in the freezing cold when it's sunny in Florida? Yeah. And I think that word got out in 2008. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I'm sure. Or 2021, good. 20. So. Yeah. And I'm sure some of those parents were like, all right, kids, time to get out of the house. Right. right? Yeah. They're back to school. Um, awesome. Okay. So market based off of the data, supply, demand, very different than 2008. Very different. Right. I don't, 2008, you got to remember there's pockets of the country that saw 50 to 60% price decrease. Wow. Okay, you know, so I think on average it was 20, 25%, but some areas saw 50 to 60% price decrease. Now we've more than recovered from that and actually increased over top of what the peaks were prior to that. Yeah. Um, but looking at where they are now, the prices, yeah, do we, is it possible certain pockets of the country will have price significant decrease in price? Sure. You know, we've seen it in California, New York. Um, Illinois, you know, major cities like Chicago, you're going to have pockets of price depreciation. Mm -hmm. You know, I think locally here in Florida, I mean, we have a lot going on for us. I mean, we've we've got a state that stayed open. You know, tourism is as strong as it's ever been. You know, you have um, people wanting to move here, and there's still a net increase of people to the state of Florida. Might we see a price increase? Possibly. Yeah. Price de I'm sorry, price de decrease. decrease. Yeah. Possibly, but that price decrease is going to be minimal. And maybe two to five percent, but I don't even know if I have the data that supports that. Yeah, good. Um, okay, objection number two: interest rates are high, so I want to wait to purchase. Okay, what are your thoughts about that objection? Man, the, the first thing that comes to my mind when someone says I'm waiting to purchase, whether it's because they think prices are going up or down, or interest rates are too high, or all these things, I'm just thinking, what are you waiting for? Mm -hmm. What what event has to happen for you to purchase a home? Now, I, I, you know, interest rates, I think it's a mindset because where they are now is historically um, below the averages for the last 40 years. Mm. Okay. Uh, you know, if you look at the last 40 year averages, it's over 7%. We're still historically below those averages. You know, it, it's six, 7% interest rates. It's not the end of the world. Now, the problem is the mindset is thinking that, oh my gosh, why aren't they three and a half percent like they were last year or two and a half percent yeah. like they were the year before, right? Yeah, they were on sale. They were on sale. <laughs> well, you missed the sale, yeah. right? It's like going to, to Saks or Macy's, wherever you shop. And you, yesterday there was a 75% off sale and today it's full price. Well, I, you know, I'm sorry that happened, mm. um, but waiting longer, it depends on your situation. What is your time frame, right? Yeah. Do you have to buy? If you're renting, you're spending all your money on rent or you're spending, you're, you're giving all the money you give to rent just disappears every month. Your landlord gets it. They pay their housing payment. Um, they're growing equity. You're not. You know, the, 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 the saying is that the interest rate on rent's 100%. Yeah. Right? So if they're renting, then, you know, you don't put away equity every month. You know, when you buy a house, every month, some of that payment goes to your equity. Right? True. Does rent go up or down year over year? I, I don't think it's gone down in a very long time. I mean, I, I think it's been a long time since it's gone down. And if you look at the shortage of housing and the shortage of rentals, rentals are going up. You're paying more every month or every contract for that rental. 
So no, it doesn't behoove you to wait if you're renting right now. Now the interest rate thing, let's go back to yeah. that. The interest rates are high. Well, look, let's be realistic. I don't want a kind of event that happened in 2020 that brought those interest rates down so low. I'd rather have normal interest rates than have a pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that same. was not cool. All right. But what, you know, as far as interest rates being high, you need to pick a house that you can afford with the current rates. All right. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't, a lot of people are out there saying, oh, you can always refinance down the road. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. No, rates are cyclical given a long enough time frame, And the talking heads are saying that rates are coming down next year, but there is no guarantee, mm -hmm. right? There's yeah. no guarantee. Something else could happen. Um, we could further see inflation. You know, who knows? So don't bank on rates going down. Pick a house you can choose a house you can afford given current market interest rates. Now, if rates do go down, you can refinance and you'll see a big benefit in your monthly payment. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can take that money, pay down debt, save all kinds of things. But don't bank on that. Right. So just choose a house. Accept the interest rates for where they are. If you if you're renting, you're throwing away money, mm -hmm. literally throwing it away. Um, if you could buy and you don't need 20% down to buy, you can buy with 5% down, 3% down. You know, if you're VA, a hundred percent loan to val value, if you qualify, these are given all that you qualify. I got to yeah. make that statement. Yeah. Always the CYA. But does that make sense? Yeah. So interest rates doesn't necessarily matter specifically because of more or less the, the monthly, looking at the monthly payment, um, and what your affordability is. And obviously the interest rates in the last couple of years have been significantly low, but there was also a, a, an opposite reaction of paying more for homes at that time frame too, over and above asking price. So it's more or less just kind of your monthly payment at that point. Well, yeah, you, you made a great point. It's, you know, last year, or let's say earlier in 2022, 21, you know, if you look at, you had to pay over list price. There weren't a lot of houses to choose from, mm. right? And so you had to compete against 15 other offers to, to win your bid. And if you got your bid accepted, well, great. You got a house, you had a low interest rate, but you're paying, you paid over market in most areas, paid yeah. over market for the, for the property. Yeah. Now, what you're seeing now is some of the list prices might be coming down because they're based on people paying over market. True. But the sales prices, you know, aren't, aren't drastically declining, but the interest rate, um, that's why people, you know, that that's why people think people ran out to buy houses, but it was a mm. perfect storm of interest rates, you know, had to be at home, mm -hmm. you know, the millennials all rushing into the market at one time. You can't just say it was all interest rate. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, I was just going to say it ties back into what we just talked about with the supply and demand that, right. that equilibrium in there and how it was off balance. Good. Okay. Number three, last one, a recession is coming. So I'm going to wait to buy. Okay. What do you think about that comment? Well, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree that a recession's coming, mm -hmm. but I think when people think recession, they think 2008. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. And in 2008, home prices dropped, mm -hmm. right? We had a, a high unemployment rate. You know, we had a lot of other things going on. I don't believe, it's, this is opinion, yeah. right? Based on facts I've looked at and I've gathered facts and data and I made my own opinions, which you all should do, um, is, that, is that this is going to be a not a very bad recession, Okay. Now, right now, unemployment rates are extraordinarily low. And that some people think, well, that's great. Everyone's got a job. That is true. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that if everyone has a job, it's very hard to hire the next employee. And if it's very hard to hire, they're going to compete for, for your job. They're going to they're make the, the, the job suppliers compete for their employment, which means you have to pay them more. And if you have to pay them more, mm -hmm. 
Well, then you have to charge more in your business or else you'll be out of business. And that causes what we call wage price spiral, right? The, way, the, the wages go up, which means you have to charge more, which means you have to pay more, which means you have to charge more. And this is one of the main causes of inflation that Fed you know, is trying to destroy demand through lending. But the reality is that until the, the, there's a little, we see a little uptick in unemployment, it's going to be very hard to in control the inflation. And we're going to see an uptick in unemployment because they are raising the short-term rates which is causing things to cost a little bit more or people to pull back on expenditures of businesses. But I do think we'll see probably a normal employment of about 4 to 5%, okay. which it's still considered by the textbooks full employment, right? Does that make sense? What is, what's full employment? It what means that, that mean? if you're, well, the unemployment rate means if you're out looking for a job, um, this is the percentage of people that still don't have a job that are actively searching. And okay. right now that rate's somewhere in the mid twos, maybe low threes, depending on where you are. Nat Nat and from, for our county in Brevard County, it's like 2.3, 2.5%. Oh, super healthy. Yeah. No, that's very, unhealthy. Un un well, unhealthy, yeah, sorry. It's very I, good for the worker, <laughs> but it's bad for the, for the whole. Yeah. It's good for the individual. I, look, I want people to make more money. Yeah. But when you, if you have to pay everyone at McDonald's $20 an hour, yeah. your burger isn't going to cost 79 cents. Your no. burger is going to cost $4, yeah. all right? And that's what we're already seeing. You go to McDonald's, it's $11 for a Happy Meal or a, or a value meal these days <laughs> when it used to be $5. Well, why is that? Well, they had to pay their employees more to get them to come to work. And if you have to pay them more, then you have to charge more. So it's almost, yeah, they are making more money, but their money doesn't go nearly as far as it used to. And that's the problem with inflation. So recession in your head. Oh, go on, sorry. Yeah, just going back. So recession, you're in agreement that a recession is coming, but in the relevancy of waiting to purchase still shouldn't prevent you from purchasing well, so look, a home based off of some of that other data. That Recession's coming, but it's going to be a mild recession, comparatively speaking, to 2008. And it's not going to drastically affect home prices. Yeah. If you look at, we probably have a graph. Um, we'll show we this can, graph. Yeah, if you the, look at home prices during recessionary times, they typically don't go down. They went down in 2008, but typically they actually go up in yeah. recessionary times. So you know, that is a stat that most people don't understand. Yes, you will have some loss of jobs. That's unfortunate. And, you know, that's never good for anybody. Right. Um, but for the whole, in order to tame inflation, it actually will be helpful. Now, home prices, will they rise next year? I don't know. I can't say for sure. But typically in recessionary times, they go they up a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. So if the so, fear is, oh, my, my house is going to decrease in value, typically based off of the data, the recessionary periods, home purchases typically... Mm -hmm. So if increase. you're waiting, thinking that prices are going to go through the floor, yeah. well, again, right now you can buy. The sellers are a little bit more willing to work with you. Mm -hmm. They might be willing to pay some closing costs. They might be willing to give you better terms or fix some things, whereas a couple of months ago they weren't. Well, if rates go back down and everyone floods back into the market, which the demand has not gone away, it's sitting on the sidelines waiting, waiting to purchase. That's to why purchase. We're that's this is the crazy about. thing. Yeah. They're waiting to purchase. Yeah. What are they waiting for? Prices to go down. Well, that's probably not going to happen. Okay. They're waiting for interest rates to go down. That might happen, but when interest rates go down, prices aren't going to go down with it if everyone's going to flock in and buy. Mm. Prices yeah, are going to go back up. Yeah. So if you wait, you're going to pay, probably going to pay more than you would now, mm -hmm. right? You might get a lower interest rate, but if you bought now, you could refinance later if the rates do go down and get the lower rate anyway. And is there a cost purchase. to that? Yes, there is. I'd be remiss to say yeah. uh, anything different. But that cost is a mathematical equation that you're going to have to do for yourself. Yeah. Or with the help of a professional loan originator. Yeah, I was going to say, so what's your biggest advice? What would you, as far as a biggest takeaway from these three objections, what should our partners and real estate mortgage professionals tell 
um, their clients. Let's start with the easy one. If you're renting right now, it yep. doesn't make sense to wait. You're Every month you're throwing away money after money after money. If you need to buy a house, it doesn't make sense to wait. Mm -hmm. If you've already decided I need to buy a house, it, it to me, it doesn't make sense because inventory is a little bit higher than it was. It's still low, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, we still aren't even at normal inventory for our areas. Um, and most of Florida is not at normal inventory levels. They're at slightly below. So it, you know, you have inventory to choose from. I don't think that inventory is going to go up. If rates drop, well, it's been proven that people will come back into the market. Yes, there was a perfect storm a couple of years ago of other things going on, right. but that does impact people coming. Yeah. So if, if, and if, if home prices do actually go down, well, people will be there to buy them and bring them right back up. So it doesn't help to wait. Okay. If you have, if you're renting, you need to look into buying, right? Mm -hmm. If if you're waiting because you think the market's going to crash, that's unlikely. That's highly unlikely given everything else being equal, highly unlikely. And if you think there's a recession, well, that's not going to help your cause either because in typically in recessionary time, pricing goes up. So I, 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 the argument is being pushed by the, I would say the media. Yeah. I don't care which yeah. station you watch. Doom and gloom for Doom sure. and gloom. It sells, right? We need to start doing that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're all going to die. No, you're not going to die. <laughs> um, but doom and gloom is what's selling. People, people will tell you these things we just mentioned and they don't even understand why they're saying it other than that they heard it on Facebook mm -hmm. or on, you know, the news. Don't just watch repeating. the news. Yeah, it's just, just terrible. Yeah. Just repeating what they're hearing on the doom and gloom stations. Right. Right. I, look, if we're wrong, tell us what you think. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Leave us down some here comments. in the comments. Yeah. If you have other data that we'd, we'd love to take a look at it. Obviously, this is a an open forum, not just us speaking at you. So yeah. awesome. Is there anything else based off of this topic? Three objections of I'm waiting to buy. I think you went over. If you need to data. buy, buy. OK, don't wait. You yeah. can't time the market. I, I, if you can time the market. Please let me know how you do it. But now is a good time to buy. I know. Look, I look. I understand that as as a profession, we make money when people buy houses. Mm -hmm. But looking at the market, it's a good time to buy. You have sellers that are willing to negotiate. You know, you didn't have that a couple months ago. If you didn't want to do their pay their price over their price, and you didn't want to do all the things they wanted you to do, they they weren't going to sell to you, yeah. right? They just they take the next person. That's not the case now. There's not as many people because everyone's. A lot of people are waiting for no reason. Yeah. So an opportunity. Opportunity. Is right. right now. Awesome. Perfect. Well, yes, like we said, um, please visit us online. If you have any comments, questions, please put them in the comment box below. But you can visit us online as always at morganfinancial.net slash keeping your business on track. We have a whole bunch of other content and classes there that uh, you can consume at your leisurely. And then Joe, any finalized yeah, look, thoughts? If you, found if you found value in this, I hope you did. Yeah. The value you found in it, please share it with other people, right? If you have a client, a friend, a coworker, someone at church that needs this information, understand that, look, this is not all doom and gloom out there. Stop watching the news. <laughs> please share it with them. Like, subscribe, check us out. That's pretty much all I got. So we'll see awesome. you next time. See you next time. Cool. Thank you all. Bye.